What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your hosts, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday night right here on Podomatic Radio. The best part of your day via podcast. What is up, everybody? It is May 29th, 2023. You are listening to the scoreboard brought to you by Anchor. This is a place two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us for that. We appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Head, Michael Hill, and the RK Ryan K. On this Memorial Day weekend, how are you doing, my man? Dude, I had a great weekend, man. I went to my sister's, chilled out, man, Mm -hmm. just watched baseball, ate good food hung out with my family like that's can't really beat it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying just couldn't really beat it um was out of work today you know just made an executive decision made an executive decision called out because fuck work yeah fuck work um so i slept in today that shit was fire uh, at the tail end of the week, I'll be working second shift, so ain't no ain't ain't no waking the fuck up at dumb butt o'clock. So that shit'll be dope. So I'm here for it. So it's been it's it's been a good weekend though, man. How about yourself? Oh man, it's been it was a, it was a good weekend, bro. Had a, had a W stream. Oh, like actually, I got to see my nephew. Nice. Oh, I got to see my nephews uh, go to his award ceremony. My little man killed it. Yes. So that means that motherfucker's going to get in my pockets over in the summertime. But that's cool because that's all I asked them to do is be good kids and do good in school. And aunt got you well, like you know whatever you want. Friday had a W stream. My homeboy Anthony. I like then this week. Weekend, I hung out with the homies and watched Night of Champions and Double or Nothing. It's pretty nice. great. Yeah, it sounds like sound, sounds like a good vibe. Sound like a, it was a great vibe all around. Nice, you know what I'm saying. So the only thing, like you know, what I'm saying that I like that that was probably an L, but it's more on me as I didn't get a chance to wash my clothes. I was gonna do it before I came here, but I forgot. Nah. I forgot Memorial Day laundry mats are closed. So yep. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean that's all, not even a massive L. That's just like a man. Man. Yeah, I like I'll get I'll do if it. If you got clothes and they ain't even really that big yeah. of a deal. Yeah, because yeah. the only thing I got is my work clothes and like I got I still have a few, you know, uh, like outfits, but still, yeah. you know, but other than that, I like it's it, it was been pretty good. I like but I hope you guys are having a wonderful Memorial Day, chilling with your family, grilling out and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. So we said we have a, a awesome show for you guys today. We're going to be answering your your listeners questions. We got quite a few, you know, so we're going to be talking about the hockey playoffs. But first, I like, you know, the NBA playoffs, which we have a game. Seven going on as as we speak. Um, you know, so we had we had two series we had Lakers Nuggets and we had Celtics Miami. We're going to talk about this Lakers Celtics series very briefly because it was, I mean, mean, the the Lakers, yeah, the Lakers Nuggets, yeah, Lakers Nuggets. Sorry, I said, yeah, I mean, everything that you said that was going to happen, I want to say two weeks ago, happened, yep, 
It just that they just weren't talented enough. Um, uh, the thing is, like you know that they were they were in the game in a lot of those games. Yeah, they, just, yeah, that they, they, they were. A lot of those games were close games. It just yeah. it was just hey, they're just not quite good enough to yeah. hang. Like that's all it was. I blame Anthony Davis. I do too. Because uh, Anthony Davis needed to be the guy, and he wasn't. Like, and LeBron did all. Of, LeBron had 31, like in the first half. Usually, if LeBron has 31 in any half, you feel good yeah, going sh- into that. The game. Lakers probably win that game, or whatever team LeBron's playing on wins yeah. that game. So yeah, I mean that's just how, and that's how that should be. But you know, that's just not the way that unfolded. So you know, like I said, it just it was just hey, this team's deeper than this other team. It is what it is, you know. I like him, but pieces, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, D-Lo didn't have a good series. But my thing is, I, I, I came away with this with my head held high just for the mere fact. Like, look, a lot of these new pieces came in at the middle of the year. I like to see how these guys would do with a full offseason and a training camp together. Yeah, that would be nice. I, I was impressed with Darvin Ham as a coach. Um, you know, like I said, we'll wait and see how it plays out. Um, but, uh, so now we got to talk about this fucking Heat Celtics series. So the Celtics just looked soft and terrible in the first three games. Just, you know, just mentally weak. Mm-hmm. Um, cause this team's, this keep team's lack of discipline in the fourth quarter has showed up a lot throughout this course of yeah. the season and it was exploited tremendously. Jimmy Butler has had weak games the last couple of games, especially uh, the last game. They yeah. still almost lost. They still almost lost. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's what I'm saying, man. Like it just it's just wild, bro. Like the way that this series has shaped up because Bam Bam just struggles offensively for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. The Heat are without Tyler Harrow, um, you know, and. They're basically looking to do it by committee. They're without somebody else, too. Yeah. Victor Oladipo. Yeah, exactly. They're basically trying to score by committee. Yeah. And the whole thing is just wild. So. It's also an ultimate team effort. Yeah. So. But like I said, Bam's supposed to be your other main star. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my whole thing is. uh, It just. When you're up 3-0, it's like, okay, well, like, you need to close that out, and then... You're kind of playing with house money at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So nobody thought, well, you're the only one who thought they were going to win this series. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I just had a weird feeling. Um, I I didn't... I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but I was just like, you know, I just kind of got a funny feeling. Um, They go up 3-0, and then, um, you know... Get the the first game of you know game four, the Celtics just play well and they look like themselves. Game five, they kind of did the same thing. Game six was the game that the Heat, the Celtics did did what they've done in this series and throughout the course of the year. They blew the fourth quarter like bad, and then Jimmy Butler goes to the foul line, buries you know, three free throws mm-hmm. and then the Celtics season gets saved by that tip in by Derek White. Yeah. So like this has just been a fucking wild series. Mm-hmm. You know, it really just has been. And as we speak, the heater up by double digits because and the thing is I'm not even gonna clown the Celtics for this really particularly or the Heat because when you're in a series like this, both these teams look tired. Yeah. Like, that's just those, you know, all those three-pointers, you know, especially the way the current NBA is, strat, like, the strategy is hook up, like, 30, 40 threes a game. Mm-hmm. Those three-pointers feel like 50-footers mm-hmm. after a series like this. Yeah, like whenever, you, yeah, whenever you're tired and you can't get your legs up on it. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's going to be a lot of that. And, like, sure enough, in the first half, the Celtics – have been like they've been really off from three mm-hmm. um whether that remains to be seen you know where that remains the case remains to be seen but just as of right now at this time at the beginning middle-ish part of the third quarter that's kind of been the narrative so far um we'll see and obviously tatum tweaked his ankle early you know he's playing through it mm-hmm. um because they need him to um, 
win or go home. Yeah, and, he, and he's also playing for the max contract. Him and Jalen Brown both, but we all know, like, you know, saying both of them not going to get the max. Yeah, uh, you yeah, you give a max to a guy named Jason Tatum and you yeah. tell Jalen Brown to kick fucking rocks. <laughs> like, that's just... <laughs> That's what that's that is. How, that's just how that goes. Yeah, it's like some team like Houston will go sign Jalen Brown and be like, "Oh, you can be our new superstar." You know what I mean? Oh, that ain't it, man. But yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I ain't even saying that. Like maybe, maybe, maybe some team like Portland. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, oh, we could pair him with Dame, or like you know what I'm saying? Like maybe there's a situation for him where like a team is looking to rebuild. And they sell this guy on the idea you could be our cornerstone rebuild piece. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I like if I'm him, and if I'm this franchise, I like I, I would think if if I'm the Milwaukee Bucks, I'm trying to see if I can get Jalen Brown to like the, the link up with with uh, Drew Holiday and uh, with Giannis. Yeah, because <laughs> Mid- Middleton Middleton might be gone. We don't know yet. So. Yeah, you don't you don't really know how it's gonna play out. Yeah, you really don't know how that's gonna play out. You know, so have Drew play the one, have Middleton play the two, and have Jalen Brown play the three. Yeah, if you could convince Chris Middleton to stay. Yeah, like, if you can convince him to stay. Yeah, like you know, so that's a, I didn't even know he he was up he was up for a contract. Yeah, he is. So, so if that's the case, then yeah, I'm most if I'm the Bucks, I'm most definitely. But yeah, like I said, you have a situation where like you could have a team like. Uh, like I said, you could have some team that's in the middle of a rebuild trying to, like, throw a bag at him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just depends. My, my thing is this. I like, because I'm sitting here watching Jimmy Butler, and I'm just impressed with everything that I, that I just saw. That everything, not just saw, but everything that I'm seeing. I know I made a joke to you before we started the show. I was like, when you take Anthony Davis at the top, 20, top 75 and put Jimmy Butler there. I love Jimmy Butler, man. I like... That that, yeah. that like if you would have told me that like with uh Tyler Harrow out and Victor Oladipo out that they were gonna go on this run and he was gonna he was gonna be the catalyst for it, I would have thought you were out of your mind. I, well, actually, I didn't think you were gonna be out of your mind. I, I, I would have been like, it could happen. I just don't see it happening. I like that's the type of player Jimmy Butler is. I love that guy. Yeah, I like his. I like his. What's the score right now? Because I know by the time we finish the segment, this game and will be. I mean, it says sixty six fifty eight, so it's not it's not double digits, but you know, again, it's yeah, like is it in the uh, third? Yeah, we're in the third quarter. It's like about four. It's like four minutes left in the third quarter. So again, you know, this game isn't anywhere near from being over. Oh, I have a question though. Like if you're the Denver Nuggets, if you're the Yo Kitchen crew, like you're watching this, who would you much rather play? Personally, if I'm Jokic, I would rather play the Celtics because the thing is the Nuggets stomp on teams' throats when they are down. Yeah. And the Celtics have stretches where they go cold. Yeah. So the Nuggets could, the Nuggets like choke away, like they put you away. Yeah, it, they like they don't play with their food mm-hmm. like a lot. And, so. and I think it's also a mentality too. I, I think compared to the uh, compared to the Miami Heat, I think the Celtics are mentally soft, yes. and like in the Nuggets feast on teams that are mentally yes. soft. I think so too. I 100. I think that they, I think that they just. They just wear you down. Yeah, they wear you down, and it's just like this team is. It never seems like they're out of a game. It's like it's one of the more demoralizing things I have ever seen. Like you know, they could be down by like eleven, but it just never seems like no lead is safe from them, especially in this playoffs. Yeah, like I've seen it time and time again. Like they'll be down, then all of a sudden they get on a run, or like you know they yeah, just chip they, away. Yeah, they play they play defense, and they they just chip away, chip away, chip away, and then there you go. I remember all the people I was talking about. I said. The big catalyst for this uh, for this for me, I wouldn't even say the big catalyst, but I think the big X factor for me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, or if you have somebody else, I like you know I would like to hear it. I feel like the X factor for me for Denver is Michael Porter Jr. being healthy. Yeah, hundred um, percent. No, I, I I'm I'm with that because again, like uh, you know, the obvious second player is Jamal Murray. Yeah. And then yeah, but, but yeah, but he, he's a he's a star. I'm yeah. talking about like you know one of the. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, if you're looking at X factors, like for the 
for the Nuggets is definitely Michael Porter Jr. or Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Yeah, Aaron Gordon's had a phenomenal postseason. Yeah, so, you know, but yeah, I per- I would put my money on MPJ for that, personally. Yeah, because I, I, like, I kind of agree just for the mere fact that the, that the Heat have that dog in them, and, like in the, and if I'm Jokic, I'd much rather go against the Celtics. I like just for the mere fact, like I don't like any of their bigs. I don't I don't like Bam against um Bam against Jokic either, but Bam kind of got that dog in him too. I, I think Bam would give Jokic a harder time than Grant Williams or whoever they got on their front line. Yeah. I like for sure. Because with with that, Bam knows like, all right, I gotta do whatever I can to neutralize him on defensive end. So to the point where Bam doesn't have to score. And if Bam just has to has one job, I think Bam will be a uh, Bam could be effective in doing that. Yeah, and get and give Jokic all he can handle. Yeah, exactly. Again, it just it's frustrating watching that though, like and watching Bam be so ineffective on yeah. the offensive end this series because mm-hmm. if he had given them anything, yeah, this wouldn't be a this wouldn't even be this close. Year. This would have already been. I was like, yeah, they would have been in Denver already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> the only thing you got to worry about is if you're Denver, is you've gotten too much rest. Yes, because you swept a team and then they're on a game seven. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So, and you come out because that happens. Sometimes teams mm-hmm. come out rusty. Like that, I've seen it. Like I remember one year in the mid 2000s. I remember the Detroit Tigers. Um, Pistons? No, no. I, this is baseball. Okay. I watched the Detroit Tigers have the best team in baseball the whole fucking year, and they swept the team they played in the ALCS, mm-hmm. and they came back, and I think they, it was the Cardinals in like 2004, I think, and they just sat too long, and the Cardinals just ran them over. Like, this happens. Yes. Like, sometimes. Like, teams... And obviously, you know, baseball and basketball are two different sports, but the idea is the same. Sometimes you sit too long. Mm -hmm. So, that could be a thing, but I don't think it will be. Like I said, I just think that... uh, Like I said, I just think that the Nuggets are just really talented. It's going to be tough regardless. And the mere fact that, you know what I'm saying, your primary score, Jokic, can get easy buckets. Now, if your primary score was a shooter... And like, and that's what needed your offense to go. Yeah, probably, probably. But considering the fact that Jokic can score from anywhere on the floor, yeah, he's scary, man. Yeah. And then, like, the thing is, if you get a little too cute with guarding him, he just kills you with his passing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and eventually, those shots are gonna fall. Yeah. And the mere fact is, like, I like I haven't seen a team like this since the. 94 95 rockets those two rocket teams that they can beat you any kind of way they could run the floor with anybody like they're just as athletic as you they can slow the tempo tempo down they're like when they get hot they can outshoot you they can beat you any like in, in a multitude of different ways yeah. they're not really one dimensional like you know what I'm saying i haven't seen a team like that since the uh, 95 uh, i mean 94 95 rockets that can yeah. that can literally do anything. It's just like they're not great at all those things. They're just good at all those things. And like you know, and that that yeah. like, that makes them more balanced. They play defense. I like you know, and you they they don't beat themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's wild, man. They're very good. You know. So. Um, but yeah, I still have the Heat going over tonight just because they have the lead and the Celtics can eat doo doo. I'm not gonna say nothing because if I say something, people gonna think that you know what I'm saying I'm being a homer, which nine times out of ten I am, so I'll let you do it. <laughs> yep. So, so coming up next, so we're gonna be talking some playoff hockey. We got a surprise. I like you know what I'm saying? I was surprised. Y'all like most definitely. I like we got that and we got um your quote of the week. So keep a lot on the scoreboard on anchor. Oh hi. Do mother owe you money? Have you been in an accident? Let me represent you. Here at Dashy and Dashy, we promise to get you cashy in a flashy. What? Oh, the tech. I'm leaving this shit on. You know how much this shit costs? I'm taking this shit right back after this commercial. I know what you're thinking. Dashy, how do I know you are the right lawyer for me? Don't listen to me. Listen to my satisfied clientele. Dashy got me 1.6 billion on my malpractice. He even threw in some duct tape, a bag of Skittles, and this free rush card. Not to mention the boy cute as hell. Hey, boo. Uh, Dashy got me 66 million dollars for my accident. God damn, he look like you ain't never recover. Lady, you look like Dashy got me $200 and an iPad for my slip and fall accident. 
I, I mean, the iPad was used, but. Anyway, um, here is another one of my satisfied clientele. Yo, the homie Dashie got me 3.3 jillion on my lawsuit. Still not satisfied? Maybe one of my celebrity friends could change your mind. Yo, it's your boy Hover, and you know Dashie helped me get all that cake, 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 cake. <laughs> he the only reason I could make Holy Grail. Yep. <laughs> How you think I got Justin Timberlake? <laughs> yep. <laughs> your boy. Thank you, Dashie. Ho. You can sue mother for damn near anything nowadays, including slip and fall. Car accident, he stole my girl, or she stole my man. Got caught cheating, but I still wanna sue though. That mother ate my lunch, and it had my name on it too. Borrowed my Super Nintendo back in the day, and still ain't returned it yet. Didn't follow me on Twitter. Didn't double tap my pics on Instagram, and many more. Haven't been in an accident? That's okay, hit us up. Let us know where you gonna be at, and what time. We'll show up, and make sure you get into one. Sure. You gonna be in a lot of pain, but hey, money heals all wounds. Need money right now? I'm talking about right, right, right now. Look, if your ass can't wait, call 555-7768, bitch. Dash you, not really a lawyer. Do not trust this motherfucker. He will take your chick and all your money. How do I know? Because the motherfucker did it to me, and I thought we were boys. That's fucked up. What's up guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by nobody, because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties. They make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and the Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's our quote of the week. I'm sitting here looking at this Spider-Man, new Spider-Man movie, which I am excited for. Hell yeah. God, I'm excited for it. I like I'm gonna try to see it on I'm gonna try to see it on Saturday or I might make an executive decision and call out on Friday who knows who knows I might go to the midnight premiere on Thursday and fucking because uh, I work I work second on Friday mm-hmm. so I could I could get away with that mm-hmm. so I don't know I got I gotta make some decisions <laughs> so uh, you you want you go you want to show share your quote or yeah I'll go, I'll go I'll go first because my quote my quote kind of connects back to uh the prior segment okay um uh, so uh my quote of the week goes to Spencer Hall um, oh Spencer Halls I haven't heard that is he still in the league or he's not no no this is Spencer Hall not Spencer Halls oh I thought Spencer Hall oh, my bad yeah yeah no 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 the very understandable very understandable uh but yeah Spencer Hall um fucking hilarious hilarious fucking dude on Twitter. Mm. Um, you know, just just fucking sports personality. Like, really, just really good guy. He's been on Scott Van Pelt quite a few times. Uh, good friends with Bermani Jones and Scott Van Pelt. Like, uh, great dude. Funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, does, like, writes a bunch of articles. Like, just awesome fucking guy. Um, so, he tweeted out, um, Every dude in the Boston crowd looks like someone who dies in the first five minutes of a Band of Brothers episode. <laughs> so, that shit, that's a banger. And that's the kind of shit that you get access to if you follow that man on Twitter. At, at EDBS. He's a funny motherfucker, man. Oh, God. 
Uh, my quote of the week goes to my man Braylon Maddox. He mm-hmm. said, and I think everybody can agree. Uh, I think everybody can empathize with this. He said, "I hide at work because a good worker is hard to find." Correct. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> he 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 ain't even on that bullshit. That's real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, especially at certain pl- lines of work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you just go. I, the, the older I get, the more the more I'd be like, you know what? I see why the motherfuckers, you know, saying would be behind at the job. Yeah, man. I I, I get it. I yeah, totally man. get it. I go and hide at my job. Shit, <laughs> the fuck. Got to. Oh man, that's that's dope. That's dope. Oh man, Ryan, it's NHL playoffs, man. I like you know what I'm saying. You know, man, I had one series really right and one series really wrong, but to be fair to me, the Canes had a lot of injuries. Well, like, what, what are you trying to justify? I like. Oh, well, well, I don't have to hey, hey, man, I'm just saying, bro, like, to just to be fair, the Canes had a lot of injuries, but I got one series right one series wrong. Like, not like nobody was in the comments or, like, you know what I'm saying, or anybody was in the questions that was bashing you. True, like, true, that true. That cocksucker said, like, my team was going <laughs> to... Yeah, well, it just bums me out, man, because, like, it was the worst time of the year for the Canes to start... Dro- like, their injuries just started piling up. It was just too much for them to overcome, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, um... They got swept? Yeah, they did. Yeah, the, that's that's why I felt the need to say something. They got swept because, like I said, man, just couldn't overcome all the injuries they had. Um, but the Panthers are a very good team, you know. Like, um, so kudos to them. They took advantage of it. They and what a bounce back for a year. Where they won the Presidents Cup and then just fucking didn't do dick all. Didn't they have Claude Giroux last year? They did. The who Claude Giroux is now with the Senators. Yeah, that's terrible. But um. But yeah, so again, like I said, man, fucking, uh, uh, you know, that was a that it that was a series that should have been a lot better than it was. Yeah, just because of injuries, that was that was what was so disappointing to me about it. Not that the Canes lost, just the fact that that could have been that should have been the series that decided the Stanley Cup, but yes. it didn't play out that way because of injuries. Yeah. Um. So, you know, still, still fun first couple of games. Um, so, as we are speaking, the Dallas Stars are getting their kick teeth kicked in. Um, Five to zero. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, they've made this series a lot closer than it had any right to be. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, again, that was just kind of the thing. Is like having the best goalie can only do so much for you. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's just kind of... You talk about the Stars, or you talking about the... Uh, I'm talking about the Stars. Yes. Yeah, because, like, I mean, the Stars... Stars had the best goalie uh, in, in the postseason. Yeah. Like, you know, there's only so much that they could do, you know? And, um... Yeah, they can't fucking score to save their life. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like I said again, you know, Jamie Ben, you know, fucking... Getting fucking suspended. Very stupid. Um, you know, their captain for that fucking heat hit on the fucking Vegas' captain. Mm-hmm. Very stupid. Uh, uh, you know, again, it just... Like I said, they did they did well to get this to six. But, um, you know, but you have Jake Ottinger, who was the best goalie in this postseason yes. across the board. Um, I think I think you made it. I think you made a point uh, two weeks ago saying like if the stars can keep like the games close, I like that'll probably be like their only thing. But if Vegas just start scoring like in bunches, they can't keep up with that. Yeah, exactly. They just don't have like they have one of the Seguin Seguin brothers. Yeah. Um, they the stars have an all right roster, <laughs> but in terms of offensive production, it's just not quite. Mm-mm. What the other teams had It's one of those. Uh, the stars are the type of team, like you know, you if you want to beat them, you got to shut them out, or you cannot let a team like that hang around. Yeah, exactly. Like the thing is, like 
like when you're looking when you're looking at a team like the Stars, it's like they're gonna win grindy games yeah. against you. They're gonna they're gonna win three twos, two yeah. ones. Yeah, they they want ugly slow. They want games. ugly slow paced defensive games. oriented games because the thing is their goalie is probably going to beat your goalie. Yes, that's just how that is. So what needs to happen is you know teams need to really pressure the power play. Um, you know, fucking just extort like pressure time in the zone. Mm-hmm. Like I said, pressure power play, um, those sorts of things. Just really exploit offensive matchups. Really exploit like punish time in the zone. Mm-hmm. Try to get um, you know sloppy goals off of that, like the yes. messy goals, like the the deflections and those sorts of things. Um, so against a goalie of Ottinger's caliber, that's just what you have to fucking do. Um, so it's not a good look mm-hmm. to be in games like that with them. Like where you you can still win you, those games, but like yeah, it's like I said, it's it's not a good look to be in games like that where you the three two two ones. You want to like have them in the power play mm-hmm. on the bad end of the power play. You want to like be pressuring, getting a lot of shots on goal mm-hmm. because eventually it doesn't matter how good a dude is, you just outvalue him mm-hmm. by like shots on goals, bad looks, two on ones, mm-hmm. three on twos, like transition like you, you have to just pound away at them yeah and here we are and you know and Vegas is currently up five nothing in what will be a closeout game for them yes. I'm pretty sure that that's- and, and 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 Ottinger was due like your goal is due to have one of these type of games he's been phenomenal all postseason even just to get them like you know even though like you know to this point so like you know he was due for one of the one of these games to have a bad game all yeah. right. Unfortunately, it's in a it's in a elimination game. game. Yeah, elimination game. But like I said, like I said, like it's just it's just crazy, man. Like you know, the, very rarely the teams that can't score like that, like you know, saying very very rarely go on to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, exactly. You know, very, very rarely. I like I haven't I haven't seen it. Like you know, saying in my lifetime, you know, saying just to have some kind of, some kind of offense. It don't even have to be the best offense. I like sometimes the stars' offense is non-existent. Yeah, I like you know, and that just can't be. But I like a hell of a season for them. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, and I, my thing is, this team isn't far off. They can get so uh, like a a few offensive pieces. They'll be right back in the thick of things. It's not like me making fun of them and no. shitting on you guys. Like this team is good as constructed. They, they have a good core. They just yeah, they, like, they, they just need to build on it. Yeah, That's like, all it is. You get a couple of like the three or four offensive pieces. You guys are right in the thick of things because like what you're which, uh, with, with this the, rebuilds way ahead of schedule yes. for this team because you have the hard you got the hardest position in hockey to get right. Goalie. Yeah. Outside of that you can figure it out. Yes, and like, and my thing is like, you know, at least just by looking on the outside, looking at, I don't know what your situ- uh, free agent situations like, and I don't know what the cap is. Yeah. Like, I'm not that versed in uh, yeah, but like, if people, like, if I'm if I'm wrong, but feel free to correct me. Like, whenever you hit me up, like, but with this team, it's just like you only have one issue that I see, and you guys can't score points. That could be fixed in an off season. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, and it's not even that they're like completely anemic offensively. It's just that there's, consistent. A, there, there's just a, there's a massive disparity between your goalkeeping prowess and your ability to score, score your goals. Like, and, and you can and you can fix that or patch that up with a couple of offensive pieces. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, like you know, what I'm saying that can be fixed. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying like I'm not saying it's a quick fix, but like you know, it's one of those type of things. Where like when you look at this team, but like you know, like be like, what's what's the major need it's really only one and that's it like if we get a couple of offensive pieces in here you know what i'm saying and we can score more goals than we did last year that's an upgrade and you can yes. be right where you are where, where you are maybe yes. even further 100 100 so like you know it's, it's nothing to hang your hat on like the arcade said your rebuild is going a lot quicker than than yes. anybody thought we would and all i see now for you guys is to get a couple of offensive pieces people that can score and you guys can be right back in the thick of things yeah so uh coming up next i like your questions are in and we cannot wait to answer them you guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on anchor
you hear that crowd, yeah, your name is the time, bro. Man of the people, what they in line for? Main attraction, remember when I was sideshow and waiting for something to go viral. I tried to tell them it was written. I tried to tell them I was different. I tried to tell them I was itching. I tried to tell them I was missing. I always knew I was the guy, I never second guessed it. The stuff I'm blessed with ain't the same as what the next get. That drive and that hunger running deeper than the rest is. And everything I do, I must perfect it. I be restless. And I ain't never tried to be another guy. Disrespect the caterpillar, rave about the butterfly. What if I never made the. I like my chili hot. As a matter of fact, I like my chili so goddamn hot that you can cook a hog's ass in a spoonful. When a working man such as myself wants a little hot fixing, I reach for that bottle of mama's goddamn hot chili. Smooth tender chunks with chili beans filled with mama's hot bastard bacon bits and drizzled with just the right amount of thick savory sauce dripping with noodle nuggets and Texas tough onions. Mm-mm, that's hot. Goddamn hot. Ask for it by name. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. What's up, guys? You've been listening to The Scoreboard. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash scoreboard 808. And you can also follow HBK and The Arcade on Twitter at DXHeartbreakKid and Arcade. And remember, you can catch us every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer, and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time! This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, you spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, man. It's that time of the show. Uh, mail time where we chop it up with you, the listeners. Uh, if you guys want us to listen, um, if you want to send us your emails, I like you can email us at the. I like you know. I'll give you the information at the end of the show. How about that? I like I would just bombard it with all these questions. We actually got five questions. Damn. All right. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of stuff has happened. Like you know, saying the past week and a half where we didn't uh, record. So yeah. Uh, first question comes from Valdez from North Carolina. Say, yo, fellas, Carmelo Anthony retired last week. What are your thoughts on Melo and what his legacy is or should be? Melo is a guy that was a little ahead of his time offensively. Um, effortless bucket. One of the best scorers I've ever seen. One of the best pure scorers that has ever played this game, in my opinion. Um, I think that he had the unfortunate and dubious displeasure of playing in an NBA that featured prime Kobe Bryant and and his contemporary LeBron James. Um, That is a tough scene to be... In the NBA with Kobe Bryant and then LeBron James, who by default is going to overshadow you by being LeBron James. Yes. So, you know, because LeBron James is the all-time leading scorer and is basically well, well, almost the maybe the most well-rounded basketball player that's ever existed. Yeah, like in, like in, um, in most circles is considered the GOAT. Yeah, exactly. Like, so... We're talking about that guy versus Carmelo Anthony. So, like, it's good. He got unfairly compared to a dude mm-hmm. his whole career. Um, Mello drug a really bad Denver Nuggets team to a Western Conference Finals. He. Oh, no, that team was pretty good. Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I say really bad. That's a little harsh, but yeah, like you know, saying Chauncey was like old ass Chauncey was mid. J.R. Smith was a bucket. Kenyon Martin was still good. Marcus Camby won Defensive Player of the Year that year. Like they, they, they were, they were, they were, they were pretty. They were that was a tough team. They weren't. 
They weren't particularly loaded offensively, though. The idea was Carmelo scores 30, and then they they win with other, like, with their defense. That was kind of the idea of those teams. Um, it worked pretty well. Like I said, you got to a Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. and you had a pretty good series with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, like I said, I think that Carmelo Anthony is always going to be unfairly scrutinized and unfairly remembered and unfairly looked at. I'll, and he's not going to ever be appreciated the way that, like, he should be. He should be. And the only reason that is because he didn't win a chip. He didn't even get yes. close. And I feel like that's unfair. And in this instance, I know we like to put people like to put the emphasis on championships and everything. But in this instance, it's like we only we only judge people on championships whenever we talk about goat situations. If you didn't win a championship, it doesn't mean that you weren't great. Yeah, I like and this man was great. I like and I to the point where I felt like he should have won Rookie of the Year the year LeBron James did. I felt like if not that, they both should have won it. And there was that's a, how that's how good Carmelo. And there was, was a year that he got fucked out of MVP. Yeah, and then there's another year. Like, dude, here's the other thing too. When you stop and you look. You look at this the way this dude was set up. So he goes to Denver. They're they're ass. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes the postseason though. Um, one of his first. Yeah, he made playoffs his first year. He made his playoffs his first year with like that roster was horrible. Yes, and that's how transcendently good he was in the Western Conference. Yes, back when that was the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that with Melo, you have a dude that um. Keep in mind also who his coach was. George Carl. George Carl is a rat bastard. Yeah, that guy sucks. He is a horrible person. Horrible, horrible, bad, bad person. Yes. Like, just, I've never seen a dude hate his players more than George Carl. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that being said, this guy took George Carl to the Western Conference Finals. Um... Then he goes to New York um, because it's like, well, the George Carl relationship soured, and then like, okay, like, I want to go home, you know? And hey, he goes there. They signed who is arguably the best power forward in the game at the time, or at the very least, the most physically talented power forward in the game. He was most certainly a top five power forward. Yeah. And Amari Stoudemire, who nobody knew how cooked he was. Yeah. He had spent the last year or so in Phoenix being hurt. Mm -hmm. We didn't really understand. Like, this dude really ain't got fucking anything left. Mm -hmm. Like, not a damn thing. And those two decent years he had was all he had. Yeah, and he was injured most of those years, too. Mm -hmm. And then so it just was mellow being mellow, having to, like, make the playoffs in one of the biggest markets in in America and also didn't shy away from, like, the scrutiny he got. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't scare him. He was just like, whatever. you just whatever. Yeah, he's over here like, man, that's fine. Like, y'all can, y'all can shit on me all y'all want. Like, that's cool, but, like... So, I, I love Mellow, man. People talk about, like, you know what I'm saying, like, the, uh, just how he was as, like, you know, as, like, a teammate and all that. So, I remember somebody was saying something. I think it was, like, Iman Shumpert. He was saying he didn't. He said Melo, Melo didn't mind, like you know, saying going around, like and saying. He said he never threw his teammates under the bus, or like whenever he called, like you know, saying the organization out or something like that on behalf of like the players. And it was like the the people under the players up under him would ask him why he do that, and he would tell him. He said like I say that because you can't, because they'll fire you. They can't fire me. Mm-hmm. They can't. I'm like, and if they do, I like you know, what I'm saying like you know, it's not gonna come without repercussions. I'm good. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. And like you know, like another thing before we go to the next question, like you know, just how mellow, how he's he's content with his career, and like you know, people asked him about the ring. He was like, "Bro," he said, "I, I won it. I like I won whenever I shook David Stern's hand in 2003. I won it life. I'm good." Yeah, and the other thing is keep in mind that this dude has the single, or arguably the single greatest one and done college basketball season anyone's yeah. ever had. Arguably, yeah. Because basically, if you ask me who the best one and done players were ever, it's him or Anthony Davis. Yes. And the reason why I say it's him is because Kentucky is blue blood, blue chip. Yeah. Bullshit. This motherfucker went to Syracuse, Syracuse. with Jim Bayheim 
And no disrespect to Jim Beheim, but like Jim Beheim ain't never been close to a ship without Melo. With, and then Melo wins him that ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I said, no disrespect to Jim Beheim. Got did a lot of great in the Big East and in the ACC. Yeah. But like Jim Beheim wasn't winning no damn championship without Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony is one of the best college players I've ever seen. But like funny, funny Jim Beheim and Carmelo story before we get it, before we move on because Carmelo was talking about like how he loved Syracuse and all that stuff. Like he said, this is whenever the Big East was popping. Like you know what I'm saying when Big East was it. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying he like, dude, I never want to leave here, man. Like he told Coach Beheim, he like he wanted to stay coach Bayham was like man if you don't get the fuck off my campus yeah like he knew yeah he knew you're like bro if you don't go to the fucking league it was another story like because i know john calipari little way never he got demarcus cousins demarcus cousins was thinking about like you know saying uh staying at kentucky and john calipari tells him he was like if you stay like if you go to the league you're gonna make your like you're gonna change your family's life like or you say so, you know you're gonna make your family rich if you stay here you're gonna make my family rich what are you trying to do yeah and at that point you just put it plain and simple form plain and simple form so shout out to mellow man i like you know what i'm saying i hope to see his son keon you know it's in the league someday that kid look like he he's got it like he's gonna be pretty good yeah so second question comes from myron from arizona say so, hey guys what did you fellas think was about Double or Nothing over the weekend? I didn't watch it. Didn't catch a bit of it. So you'll have to expound upon I that. Mean, the crowd was dead until, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the if you go based on the crowd reaction, you would have thought it was a crappy show. It was a decent show. Like, you know, but, like, the last two matches, like, the, the Pillars match, which was phenomenal. That's what got the crowd, like, going. Then, like, you know, the anarchy in the arena, that's what really got the crowd going. So, like, both matches were incredible. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out uh, shout out to Sammy Guevara, you know what I'm saying, for announcing that him and his wife Ty Conti are pregnant. A lot of people don't like Sammy, but I met Sammy, so I kind of know him on a different level than most. So, uh, like, I want to do you know so I congratulate him on that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I like the, the Jericho and uh, Adam Cole match was like was solid, but people tend to forget that Jericho was like 53 years old. That like he can't keep up with Adam. Yeah, people people were clowning Chris Jericho pretty hard about that. They're like, dude, they're like, it just. I'm like, listen, Chris Jericho's last good wrestling happened at the very beginning of AEW's yes. life cycle because when he won that belt at the first pay per view, Chris Jericho could still wrestle then. Yeah, he just don't have it anymore. He's 53. Oh. It's fine. I said my my thing is like he can still wrestle, but like Adam Cole is like on a different gear. Yeah, like he can't wrestle at at Adam Cole's gear. You know what I'm saying? Adam Cole. Adam Cole has a bring it down a notch so they can like yes. So, but but the match the match itself wasn't bad. There was a lot of theatrics and everything with Sabu and all that other stuff. But the match as a whole wasn't bad. A lot of this pay per view, like you know, saying wasn't bad. I like shout out to Max Caster for getting on Buddy. (laughs) Oh yeah, I saw that too. That shit, that that shit was funny. That was great. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it is like uh, him and Bowens had like a uh, they like an interview. Like, do you tell people like no? They asked Bowens like, does Max actually like go up to these people like you know saying that? ask him is this okay he'd be like no he doesn't because the reaction that you see them have is like a natural reaction like they don't know what the hell he's gonna go out there and say yeah i like and i felt like whenever he said that about dominic i was like you know what buddy matthews put that on himself yeah because buddy buddy was the one that broke kayfabe for that shit yeah yeah because i told randall like he goes out of his way to let everybody know that he's fucking rear ripley but like because every time like they post it's insecure as shit like every time like they post like she posts like a picture like with them two together he'd be the first one under black that's mine bro so buddy put that on himself yeah 100 percent. it's like dude that's insecure i said that we know we're like we know you're banging rear ripley yeah, exactly. I was like, you don't have to. Well, like- and, well, the, and the other reason why he don't like that shit is because him and Dom aren't cool because he used to date Dom's sister. Yeah. So that's the other reason is like it's him to like it's him to kind of film his nose that fucking you know like Dom like a, a step further. It's like, dude, Dom's engaged. Yeah. Like he's been with that same girl forever. Yeah. Like, like, shut your stupid ass up, bro. I like his dad's Rey Mysterio. He knows about the freaking business. It's not like a Johnny come lately. No. 
He grew up in the business. He grew up literally in the business. business. He was in a fucking storyline. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero was his fucking dad, allegedly. Yeah, exactly. That was a whole thing. So <laughs> stupid as hell. Oh, I do. If I ever see Dom, I like you know. I remember like the first time I met Rey Mysterio, Dominic was with him. Yeah, like he was just chilling in the back. He was a young kid. Yeah, I like you know it was pretty. It was pretty cool. Mm. Um, third question comes from Sean from Boston. Said, "Fellas, the Spence Crawford fight has uh, been made official. Are you t- are you too excited, or are you like me? I'm just kind of mad about it because I f- I figured no, so I think this should have happened about a year and a half ago." Michael, you called this a couple years ago when this fight looked like it was going to happen. You said very specifically, Bob Arum is going to be too scared to book this fight when it should happen. We're going to get this fight two to three years after we should. And and Spence, all he'll have to do is exploit Bob Arum's cowardice. And Spence will just wait him out and he'll be too old to keep up with Spence. You said that. About three years ago. I did not. I don't remember that. But yes, that sounds like something I would say. That, yep. You laid it. You laid out the script for it. Almost exactly. Like I said, you caught you were like Bob Arum's a bitch. Bob Arum won't book big fights for his people unless the money's really right because he's more concerned with protecting them mm-hmm. so he can maximize his profits and mm-hmm. his control. Like that's more important. Then the rest of it, that's and then here we are. Yeah, that's why the that's why it took so long for the uh, Crawford and Porter fight to happen. He tried to lowball Sean Porter, and Sean Porter was like, "Fuck you, man." Yeah, nah. yeah, and it's it's why the Manny Pacquiao Floyd fight took forever to happen. Mm-hmm. It's why any fight that that Bob Arum's had a fighter involved with didn't happen the way. Well, the more this happens, the more people starting to be like, "Oh, dang, Floyd was right about you." Because Floyd always said, he was like, he told Pacquiao, he was like, look, I don't have a boss. I don't have somebody I have to answer to. You do. I like, it's not, I'm not afraid of you at all. You got to answer to somebody. I don't. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I I totally, I totally, I totally agree with that. I was much more excited about it. I want to say about like maybe like a year or two ago. It's still going to be a good fight. I like, but you know, I, if if it has anything to do with Bob Arum, I like, basically if a big fight doesn't get done, it's because Bob Arum's a bitch and you know what I'm saying? And he, he wants to protect his fighters. Yeah. But, like, I can understand you trying to protect your fighters, but your fighters are trying to get paid. The mere fact that Terrence Crawford hasn't had a legit payday, and he's been one of the best boxers. To me, he's been the best boxer since Andre Ward retired. Now, to be... That's bad. Now, this is good regardless the result of this fight. Yes. Both these dudes are making eight figures. Yes. So it don't really matter. Terrence Crawford will get paid regardless of the result. And the way I look at this is that this fight will be... He will get paid for services rendered. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't matter if he loses or not, because if he loses, it's just because he's old. Mm-hmm. Like you know, probably no. That's not even me trying to like take away from Errol Spence, because Errol Spence is he's a bad, bad motherfucker. He's bad. You know what I'm saying? Like dude. it's just, it's just one of those things where like this win will be cheapened for Spence, and the loss will be downplayed for Crawford. Yes, but like you know what I'm saying. So you know, whole things just wild. Fuck, so. fuck Bob Barron, man. Like, there's a reason why, like, I, I tell people this all the time. There's a reason why Oscar left Floyd and Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, like the other, the, the first two, uh, like you can you can just kind of brush me off. But yeah. when Manny Pacquiao left, that should have let y'all know. Yeah, that should let y'all know. Yeah. Fourth question is from Ezra from Wisconsin. Said, guys, how you feel about the Bucks getting Adrian Griffin as the new head coach? I read that he was an assistant in Toronto. Um, well, he was with the Bucks organization prior, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So it's kind of like a full circle thing. Uh, like it's fine. Um, I don't have any thoughts about it really until we see what the product looks like. My only thought was, I mean, that's cool. I guess I felt like you got the wrong motherfucker in Toronto. You should have got Nick Nurse. Yeah, that's just 70, <laughs> the Seventy Sixers went and signed him. So hey, here we go. So yeah. I didn't know they signed him. That happened today. Joel Embiid's knee's gonna fall off the bone because Nick Nurse believes in playing players for forty something. Like he, Joel, that resting shit that Joel Embiid gonna be wanting to play. Nah, son. He gonna have Joel Embiid in hell, which so. is crazy because he did it for Kawhi Leonard. But I think that was more of an organizational thing. Yeah, exactly. So, 
that's crazy um last question comes from israel from indianapolis said how do you guys feel about Devin haney's performance the other week i believe that lomachenko was robbed i want to hear your thoughts you know man i watched that fight that fight was really tough to score fights like that are tough to score yes. like where both guys are very technically sound mm-hmm. and both guys have moments mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to tell me they thought Vasily lomachenko won that fight i'm not going to disagree with them yeah i'm really not i don't, I don't think it was a unanimous decision yeah definitely that I don't think that they had it. They had it. One of it scored like one sixteen to like what is it one thirteen? Yeah, they had it like one sixteen to one thirteen. Yeah, I thought that that was farcical. Yeah, I was like, that's like you want to tell me like one fifteen to one fourteen? Yes. Yeah, I was cool with that, but yeah, like there was like. There was, I was like, that's one six. I was like, y'all are fucking. Yeah, I I, I, I felt like, you know, because I watched the fight too, and I felt like. Man, it was it was either a draw or 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 like you know saying Haney by split decision, but unanimous. There's yeah. no fucking way. Yeah, I didn't think it was a unanimous decision at all. I think that um, I think that the early rounds, I thought that Lomachenko did better in those early rounds yes. than I used to was used to seeing him do. Mm-hmm. So I might have overvalued. What he was doing in those early rounds. Because he dictated the pace. And you yeah, and he wanted... doesn't do that. Yeah. And there was definitely a moment late in that fight where he hurt Haney. And it took Haney a couple rounds mm-hmm. to recover. And then Haney won late. Mm-hmm. The number one thing I took away from this fight, regardless of like whatever decision you, you think or don't think. That motherfucker ain't ready. For Shakur Stevens. Nor Tank Davis. Nor Tank Davis. That's what this fight told me. Because Lomachenko was a good measuring stick. And and Lomachenko he, was a little bit older. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And he wanted to talk all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I said, Vaselli Vaselli dictated a lot more of that. I, I tell you, I gained a lot of respect for yes. Lomachenko. I'll be, say because that. he didn't have a the reason why I, like, I knew he was a good fighter but my thing was who has he fought yes and like he, he had Foma Lopez that's it yeah and like he lost that fight didn't mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. I like you know he lost that yeah fight. because he, he came out slow mm-hmm. so that showed me that he made an adjustment in that Haney fight he knew he knows what people say about him mm-hmm. being a slow starter and he dictated the pace more early but yeah like I said man it was a good fight though I enjoyed it yeah, I like I well like I, I had the same thing like that you said. Whenever I seen the fight, I like, oh, he's not ready for Shakur Stevenson. He's not ready for Tank he's definitely not ready for Tang Davis. Yeah, Tank Davis would beat his ass. I like, you know what I'm saying? He gets caught too much. Yeah, he gets caught way too much for my liking. Like, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I, I remember somebody was talking to talking to Tang Davis and it was like said they were like, Tang, there's only th- uh, three people the only three people I can see that I can see beat you. He was like, All right, like, who is that? He was like Shakur Stevenson. He was like, uh huh. He's like Devin Haney. He was like, uh huh. And yourself. He was like, well, you got the first two. No, said so the, so the, the only one you got right is the last one. The only person that can beat me is myself. Yeah. Those two can't beat me. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like how the like, and I like how like you know they had Shakur Stevenson in the ring, and Devin Haney looked at him and walked away and said, "I'm number one." And Shakur Stevenson's like, "For now, bro. For now." Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, they had Shakur in the ring, and Shakur dogged him out. He was like, bro, he goes, this motherfucker wanted to call me out after my fight. He goes, but he don't even want to stay in the ring and talk about this shit after his fight. Fuck him. Yeah, like he said, like, dude, he said, you ain't even win that fight. They were asking him, they were like, dude, he said, Lomachenko won that fight, 8-4. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like you know, so that's that that's starting to heat up. I'm start. I, I like that. That is starting to heat up, and I need that. Even though I don't think Devin Haney is ready. Devin Haney will get get his ass. I like and I, I like and it's a maybe. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I want to give Haney the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you thought Lomachenko was washed. Yeah, because Devin Haney is better than what he what showed. Show, what was shown that night. 
Uh, like for people that don't watch Devin Haney, I've watched a lot of Devin Haney. He's a lot better than what he's shown that night. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thought Lomachenko. Was I think he be. didn't. I think he didn't respect him either. Yeah, I don't think he re- he respect him because uh, he because he been calling Lomachenko out for years. And to be honest with you, like you know, if it was that kind of fight, you weren't ready for Lomachenko whenever you was calling him out mm-hmm. a couple years ago when you was really really young. Yeah, that, that just wasn't smart. Yeah, that wasn't smart at all. But yeah. like that's the end of our show. Congratulations to the Miami Heat. They just are like won the Eastern yeah, Conference title. They, yeah, they beat the game. Fucking good lord. That Celtics get man, they beat the shit out of them. That's wild. Um, but that yeah, they just they closed that out. So good for them. You know what I'm saying? I like you got AEW this I like this week. You know you got. Wasn't there like a tennis tournament? Yeah, there was a, t- a tennis tournament that just concluded. Yeah, I haven't really been keeping up with tennis this year. The only thing he kept up with was whenever I told him that Djokovic had to uh, well, had to get ruled out or something like that. He got he got beat early in a in one of the tournaments, and I was like, good. He said, good. Fuck him. Fuck him. Uh, oh, like, and, Not uh, my goat. Also on NBA TV, there's something uh, with Allen Iverson and Larry Brown that we just see called Anything But The Chip. I'm sure that's going to be great. Yeah. That's going to be great. Hell yeah. I like the amount of respect those two and love those two have for each other. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we said AEW. I like the Stanley Cup's going to be uh, going on. The NBA Finals, I think we have about maybe two, mm-hmm. maybe three more shows before we go on summer vacation. Yep. Probably maybe two. It depends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we keep you guys, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, locked on, keep you guys updated on what's going on with that. Hope you guys had a great Memorial Day weekend with your families and your loved ones. Ryan, you have anything? No, I think about covers it, bro. It about covers it. So, like I said, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out. Later, guys.